This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to News Laundry Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi bhulte. I'm going to be your host this week because Abhinandan is a little busy. Our hearing with the, on the India Today case is actually going as we record the show so he's attending that. Uh, he may join us if it finishes but in the meantime you have to deal with me and Meghnad hi he is replacing Abhinandan yes no you are replacing I'm Abhinandan. replacing Abhinandan yeah you're the male I'm, male I'm replacement I'm the, I'm the yeah. side character <laughs> <laughs> the filler yeah uh, Meghnad is with me in the studio we have Raman sir joining us from his house hi sir how are you hi I hope you've recovered well and fine well I'm fine my mother is down <laughs> okay has she tested positive or uh, uh, I've just got the test done so she's uh, i think the result is going to come by evening or so we are still morning. under lockdown we have two very exciting guests joining us today uh, but they're not going to join us at the same time we have two different topics that we're going to be discussing so the first guest is sumaya shake hi sumaya hi you're joining hi, us yeah. from sweden i am in sydney right now oh I'm you're in sydney is that a real yeah. beach behind you or is that yes, a wallpaper? I took this photo a couple of days oh, ago. Okay, okay. So oh, we but can, she we, put a photo <laughs> behind her. Yeah. So we, those of you who are wondering what we're talking about, we can see Sumaya in the video and there's like a really beautiful wallpaper behind us, which I thought is maybe like a Windows thing, but it's a real picture she took. And she's in Sydney right now. Great. Uh, Sumaya is the founder editor of Alt News Science. She works as a neuroscientist in Sweden. She holds a PhD in medicines from Sydney. And her current research is in biology, psychiatry to study the human brain during violent extremism. Very fascinating topics. In fact, we should have her on board to talk about that sometime. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before I uh, we get into the conversation this week, I just have a couple of announcements to make. One, uh, we have a new subscription plan. It's called the Game Changer for three years. So with rupees 28,000. Uh, you can be a game changer for three years. That means you get access to everything on News Laundry, behind the paywall content. Uh, basically, you're getting 8,000 rupee card discount with this and you're also getting a lot of free merch. So please check out our new subscription plan, Game Changer, three years for rupees 28,000. We have a new page for subscribers to send our letters. So please start sending our letters there. It's called newslaundry.com slash podcast hyphen letter. We also have a new mail for podcast letters. So please write to us on the mail. It's podcast at newslaundry.com. You can mention in the subject the podcast to which you want to write. We will be checking that out for all your letters. We have an NL Sena project up, which is very exciting. I'm also part of it. So is Meghna. Yes. Yes. We're going to be covering the assembly elections 2022. There are five states to cover. Goa, Manipur, Punjab, Uttarakhand and Uttar Pradesh. So we'll be coming to your states. We will be doing videos, reports, um, interviews. Atul, Meghnad and I will actually be traveling together. And the three of us are coming up with a new election show. How exciting is that? And this is obviously going to require a lot of support because we also have reporters, uh, Akanksha, Ashwin, Ayush, Basan, Nidhi, Pratik and Shivangi who will be hitting the ground in different parts of these states. And the producers. And of course the producers also. So we have a lot of people hitting the ground We want to do a really good job with this and this costs money. And as you know, we are completely ad-free. We don't take any money. We only depend on our subscribers. So please power our NL Sena project. We want to raise a little more than 23 lakh rupees. We've only raised around 4 lakh rupees, close to 5 lakh. So please step up. It's just 1000 bucks. So if you can even like if... 50 people, you know, give us 1000 bucks. That's a lot to power. Yeah. And also it's a very long election. It's a long election. Yeah. 
tenth to seventh. And because so. it's COVID, we can't really slam it out in the sense we can't, you know, just bus it to a place. We will have to, I guess, take cabs in many places because people still, you know, they stay with their families and all. And we are still in the midst of a wave, so we need to be careful about, you know, how we travel. So it's a bit cost in- intensive, but please um, support it. Please tell your friends to support it. And like I said, just thousand bucks. If like if a lot of people can contribute a little, it'll be enough for us. <laughs> so <laughs> even if you can't like put in, you know, forty five grand, fifty grand, which is totally acceptable, try and spread the word out so that we get little little contributions. Or what do you say? It will be a So please do that. Uh, we have an NL chat box session on January twenty second at seven pm. This is only for subscribers, as you know. Uh, It's a subscriber-only event, so please join us on January twenty-second, which is a Saturday at seven p.m. You're probably listening to this on, on the same day on Saturday, so please, if you're hearing this right now, just log on quickly at seven p.m. and join us on our chat. We have new hoodie out, NL merch. We have a new sweatshirt, which you made me wear for Newsons today. Yeah, and which Abhinandan has also done a little forget. photo shoot with it. So this is part of, uh, you know, it's a weekly launch. So you can be buying that. It's going to be up on our website very soon. And please check out NL Playoffs on Saturday. Uh, this is a special sports podcast, and we have Sharda Ugra, who I think is the most excellent uh, journalist. She covers sports, she covers cricket, especially, and she's really a delight to read. And she's really fun, and she has lots of anecdotes. They're going to be discussing Virat Kohli's resignation and Sanya Mirza's retirement. So please tune into NL Playoffs if you're a sports buff. And let's get to the headlines quickly. Okay, so India reports three point one seven lakh new COVID cases, four hundred and ninety one deaths. Uh, total Omicron cases are nine thousand two hundred and eighty seven on Thursday. We are recording this on Thursday, January twentieth at three pm. Uh, avoid steroids. Get tested for TB if cough persists. Uh, this is the center's new COVID guidelines. um they are saying that doctors treating patients with coronavirus disease should avoid prescribing steroids and get them tested for tuberculosis if there is severe cough mumbai had moved past the peak and the daily covid-19 case count was expected to fall further over the coming days um schools across maharashtra will be reopened from monday kerala has witnessed the third wave due to omicron variant uh, next 3 weeks will be crucial is what the health minister has said Uh, now we come to some assembly election news uh, in uttar pradesh akhilesh yadav is set to contest his first assembly election uh, and aparna yadav which is uh, his sister, his sister in law yeah, uh, she BJP. has joined the bjp uh, there is a lot of commentary going on about that akhilesh well. said we really tried to convince her she didn't listen and meanwhile the deputy cm morya called him a failed family man so a lot of drama yeah uh the first candidate declared to be declared against uttar pradesh chief minister uh, yogi adityanath in gorakhpur is bhim army chief chandrashekhar azad that would be quite interesting bhagwant man uh, is has been declared as the aap's chief ministerial candidate for the next month maybe we can discuss that a bit ahead yeah and we uh, and he will contest from dhuri assembly seat which is his uh, home turf of sangrur uh, this is according to news agency ani In Goa elections as well, uh, Aam Aadmi Party has named Amit Palekar as the chief ministerial candidate. He's an activist and a lawyer, relatively unknown name. Uh, UP Deputy Chief Minister K P Maurya will contest from the upcoming elections from Sirathu, which is in Kashmir. Late CDS Bipin Rawat's brother Vijay Rawat has joined the BJP. An app with BJP footprints for cyber troops to automate hate and manipulate trends. that is the tech fog investigation that we're going to be discussing quite in detail uh, 
Punjab CM has had raids at his nephew's house. He said this is a conspiracy to trap me. Meanwhile, there's been some cash found on him, and Arvind Kejriwal has also attacked him and said that you are not a madman, you are not whatever. Chennai has said, "Bhule apne din." Anyway, <laughs> <coughs> UN Indian envoy to UN says recognize Hindu phobia and violence against Buddhists seeks to, and in a very very shocking case, Franco Molikal, who's been accused of raping a nun, uh, has been acquitted. and there's actually uh, there's actually an online campaign happening where a lot of people are writing letters to the nuns saying that they support them uh, letters of solidarity and next week we're going to have nisha susan on board to discuss this supreme court ex judge rohintan nariman has said that it's time to completely do away with the sedition law chinese army has abducted a 17 year old boy from the indian territory uh, that is the claim made by arunachal bjp Uh, an mp from arunachal bjp yeah, and it's got very little coverage anywhere yeah. on news uh, television news and the army is in currently in touch with the pla over uh, the missing young person uh, rahul has called out the prime minister for his silence on this thanks a lot meghnath for that yeah i think uh, it's just a bit of a stretch to even call it mild or not way we earlier at the time um and of course we're going to see more mild uh, symptoms or infections because vaccine is supposed to make it mild i mean how can we forget that we took the vaccine not because we would never get the infection we took the vaccine so that we could get a mild infection so a lot of the people are supporting it as mild you know a at least they've had one or two doses of the vaccine even if it's been like 6 months ago they at least had the vaccine secondly um you know because there are so many vaccines and so many vaccinated people around us there's a lesser amount of transmission as well so we're not kind of infecting everybody that we know you know for example if we've been infected and you know we have some residual immunity and if we been vaccinated and say two or three months later we still have a good amount of immunity and we don't get an infection right away so that is when you know you're protecting other people you're reducing that transmission so how do you predict that it is mild because majority of the people in at least these places are vaccinated so that is why people might be saying it's mild but it's not mild in theory if nobody was vaccinated nobody had an infection because uh, the 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 type of the mutation here is slightly different than the delta one delta has mostly spike mutations which allows the entry of the virus into the cell a lot more easier but here we have something that is not exactly a part of the uh, spike variant so a third of the mutations in the omicron variant is actually outside and that is why um you know how delta was a lot Uh, you know it was easier to deal with with the pfizer or the mrna vaccine the pfizer or moderna vaccines but with the omicron there is better data with the astrazeneca or covishield like vaccines which is great because a lot of the people in india have actually had uh, astrazeneca or uh, covishield we don't have specific distribution with covaxin data yet i'm pretty sure it's going to be a good vaccine they just need to release good data on a lot regular basis uh, but as far as astrazeneca or covishield goes we do have good data and it's actually better working with the uh, the, the omicron variant so the best idea is to get uh, a booster dose of astrazeneca or a booster dose of pfizer if you taken two doses of um astrazeneca so mix and match either and that is when your immunity will be really high against both delta and omicron variants well so, so i was i was ha huh, raman sir no i said i took covaxin so and i i got it for the second time uh, but it was pretty mild i mean uh, just two day uh, of fever and then uh, after after 5 days i was fine Yeah, and he's getting it for the second time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. a co-vaccine. Uh, uh, like uh, Raman sir, you got booster shot, no? No, no, no. no, no. no. Oh. I just took two shots. Covid shield, right? Yeah. Okay. When was your last? Sec- when was your last shot? Mine, mine uh, last uh, was in May. 
May 2021. Yeah, so Covaxin is a very good advantage uh, because you're taking the whole virus, you're inactivating it, or, or you're kind of reducing its, um, uh, you know, power, or you know, it's, uh, you're inactivating the virus, and then if you give the whole virus, so basically you're producing antibodies against, you know, all of the proteins in there. So it's not like mRNA was specifically for spike protein, uh, and that was you know, what we thought that that was going to mutate. But now, so we see all these other mutations that is outside, uh, you know, some of them on the actual shell of the virus, which is not a part of the spike protein. That is when you see co-vaccine will be a lot more beneficial. But, you know, again, you know, great vaccine. Why don't they get good amount of data? Why don't they do the trials correctly? And, you know, that is my problem with that. Otherwise, I, I really have a lot of faith in the whole virion vaccine. It really has good potential. You know, we're, we're pushing the whole whole virus in there. You know, you're technically supposed to protect yourself from every single proteins that are out there on the virus. So pretty much all the new mutations that will come in the future, you might, in theory, you might be protected against them. So my question was about the booster shots. You already mentioned it, mm -hmm. that uh, it would be a good idea to mix and match vaccines and take another booster shot. But is that like a yeah. mandated thing in most countries now? Or is it like a just still an advisory? So booster shot? It is a, a good thing to get one. So if you uh, had your second dose uh, six months or before, it's a good idea to get a booster. I just got mine three days before. I also got a Pfizer. Um, you know, the only reason that people are not getting AstraZeneca in younger women um, in these countries is there's a lot of fear around, you know, blood coagulations and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot, a huge amount of the population in the UK has gotten AstraZeneca or Covishield. A lot of women in India have got Covishield. So, you know, Yes, it, it has some very small chances where you could produce these blood clots, but the, the risk is 0.00016%. You know, I, I remember this number. It is a very, very small risk. Uh, as opposed to getting COVID, it's a huge risk. So, you know, you, you, you always weigh out the risk and benefits. The booster shot is highly, highly recommended. Um, I have seen the data where if you don't take a booster shot, both with Covishield uh, or AstraZeneca and with the Pfizer, your immunity drops like significantly. So there was like 800 and something in, on the unit of the immunity uh, antibody release scale uh, in your body. And uh, after six months or so, it dropped to like 20 or 30. And then once you get a booster shot, it then raised again. The problem was that with the Omicron variant, the Pfizer antibodies were not going as high as it was during the, for the Delta variant. So that was the only thing, but it was pretty high. It was high enough to protect you. So when I got my Pfizer shot here, because that was what I got, I basically got what I what I could get. You know, I didn't have a choice either. Um, I just went there and, you know, they gave me whatever was available. So that was fine for me. Um, but uh, it's still good enough to protect you. But this flu, you said the flu comparison is bad. But mm -hmm. I have been saying this a lot too, that, yeah. you know, it's just going to become like a common cold. Yeah. You know, in, an, in a year we should just... Is there no chances of that happening? <laughs> this just become, you know, it just becoming like one of the, like even with dengue, when it first came, it was just this dreadful, horrible thing. And then within it 10 years, dreadful, horrible thing. I know, you know, but within 10 years, the fear of it was gone. We figured out how to fight it. Most cases if detected early, you know, you can still be, you know, it's not life threatening. No, that's not entirely true. Actually, with dengue, they have four variants or four different types of viruses or subcategories. And if you get infected with one, it's a very good chance that the next one's going to be more and more like harder on you. And the more times you get it, the more the less likely for the people. Sure, and every so season, is, every like dengue season, you call it in Delhi, you do have a lot of deaths being reported. Mm -hmm. But what I mean, it, it's not that uh, we figured out how to cure it and there's good like medical data available on what you need to do immediately. 
if you're detected with it what are the symptoms and you know we've we've it's not a fear like it used to be so can't covid also reach that level finally <laughs> so my is like mm, well, but no, yeah I, i'm mm. hoping i'm really sincerely hoping that that is what the end result of this is because everyone's really tired of it the problem is that because of the sen- uh, systematic aspect of uh the infection you know if somebody i mean i've heard people getting long covid for about a year or more even with a mild infection you'll you can get long covid if you're prone to so those are like a lot more implications so dengue you know 3 years later or 2 years later you can't say oh i'm still infected or i have to feel the impact of it hmm. but here you know people's lives getting destroyed people are you know unable to work for months altogether um you know some people in sports especially they they aren't able to maintain the same limits as they used to have back then so for a lot of people this is very devastating and i really hope that at the end of the day it becomes as you know minor as a common cold uh, but i think we're far off from that um at the moment all we can do is we have about 6 months period uh, until like um, the northern hemisphere people you know will go into summer and that is where the new chances of um, a new in- variant or a new infections will come out mm. and before that we need to make sure everybody gets vaccinated and now we can't just think about ourselves anymore now i mean this recently there was a, a member of parliament here a minister of health here talked about how we should be less selfish and look at as a global community and it I mean no way we can just think about okay let's get india vaccinated and we'll be okay um, or australia is 90% we're fine no the the omicron came from south africa the omicron came from botswana how do we tackle those things it will still keep coming if there is this type of vaccine inequality i mean all of these pfizer mrna people or astrazeneca people they need to i mean astrazeneca has kind of done it in one way but uh, why isn't pfizer mrna releasing uh, their formula i mean they should just make it accessible to everybody and you know they've earned enough my my contention with these people the pharmaceutical industry is that they should make it more and more accessible you know it's, it's time to stop making money now i mean they've already done that uh it's time to stop people from dying now wow. saying yeah. saying this to pharma companies is i don't know it's time to stop making money raman sir do you have any questions for sumaya ah uh, so uh, there are people like uh, jokovic who do not want to be vaccinated at all yeah i want to come big, to that uh, i mean this was very big in australia oh yeah so how do you view this yeah so first of all just to continue on that point i wrote this critique primarily because of that point even when i was discussing with other friends someone were like to me kya maza aa raha hai dusre ke piece ko criticize karne right <laughs> and i was like you know and i have seen this in my 6 years of journalism that you know within journalistic groups we critique others work we say you know that piece is bad or you know that reporter does these things and we don't tell it to our readers hmm. i mean I, i have no idea like why should this be privileged information for journalists yeah. which is why you know i really like that news round it does sort of media critique and also the informed media critique right so that's where i was coming from and after i wrote the piece some people started saying oh you are a tech expert i said no boss i am no expert i am a journalist and this was a journalistic critique even if you see the piece the flavor of it uh, is based on evidence right and that's what the critique is about that the wire came up with this three part series i read it uh, i have covered the space and i you know whenever i read especially an invest- investigation i try to think about you know like how each and every claim was made you know like my editors question me inside the newsroom or you know even freelance work that is the approach i take and then you start you know you can start reverse engineering okay what would this process have taken would i write it that you know in my story or not all of those sorts of things and the more and more i read the wire piece i just felt that 
they did not have enough evidence to make claims that they were making. And uh, my piece basically picks like three in three broad categories. I picked up, you know, the arguments they had made and told my readers, what is the evidence that they're using? And then explain why I think that evidence is not strong enough to make those claims. So that is like the outline of the piece. Yeah. Do you want to quickly get in and tell our listeners, uh, maybe, so, I mean, it's a long piece, but maybe few, you can t- yeah. take out two of the most things sure. that you found were very glaring and for which you sure. felt that, yeah. Yeah. So I think the first one was quite obvious, which was that the uh, piece claims that this app allows uh, its operators to create and delete social media accounts, like in one one click. They clearly say that they can't verify it, but uh, just thinking about this, you know, it's like a really big claim. Like, I mean, it's so irritating to deactivate or delete a Facebook account if you've ever tried it, right? And now you're telling me that I just press a button and like 100 accounts will be deleted, right? So unless you have exploited like a bug in Facebook's, you know, uh, system or Facebook has given you a privileged backdoor, right? Some kind of conspiracy going on. Like just as a, I have an engineering background, so I just could not imagine like how will you enable this process? And that is a automatic question that should, you know, raise. like tomorrow if I write a story saying I have heard rumors that Rahul Gandhi is joining the BJP, right? I mean, you say it's possible, but automatically, you know, you'll imagine that this is too outlandish for us to imagine this is happening. So the burden of proof for making these claims is higher. So that was like one point of pity. The second, and I think this was a big part of uh, the investigation, was about the hijacking of and manipulation of Twitter trends, right? And this was very interesting and tricky because we know this happens, right? We have seen this happening. But the claim that the story was making was now we have this secret app, which basically automates a lot of this process, which is also, you know, technically possible, right? And like one person can manage thousands of accounts. Again, not beyond the realm of technological possibility. But from there, which is like sketching out this world, to the evidence that is presented to say this is happening. That I felt was uh, not enough because the authors deploy this large scale, you know, social media analysis to show that, to independently verify that what the source was telling them is true. But just diving into the methodology, the way the assumptions that they had made, like that to me were not convincing enough. And in my piece, and I also discussed this with authors, instead of diving into the specifics specifics of the algorithm, which can become a very technical debate, I use common sense intuition that, uh, you know, what needs to be true for this to be true. And there, as I figured out in my conversation with authors, uh, there are a lot of cases where even if it's not originating from the specific app, they would also count those cases in their analysis, right? So, uh, for example, if, uh, you know, there's just a programmer who just writes a script uh, to automate Uh, you know, like, you know, BJP circulates these sheets and that person gets that sheet and writes some code to put out 100 tweets. So that guy will also be like tech fog, right? So we don't know. There's so much uncertainty around it. And I didn't know that you can use this to then claim that, you know, this viral Twitter chart about a woman journalists getting like so many abusive replies from this one app. Manisha was one of them. Yeah, yeah. And so when I asked them, and I think, that was so interesting because uh, the authors told me that uh, actually TechFog is not one app, which was the big revelation for me while doing the story. It's basically an ecosystem of, uh, you know, so to say, computational propaganda. So it's, it's just, uh, you know, as I thought about it and read the piece again, 
I was just not convinced that there is this something that exists that's so miraculous that can do all of those things. So that was the, I think, my second point of critique. And last quickly, I, I have were... I have one small point to add here. So because Please. because yes. I interviewed the authors and before I interviewed right. the authors, I had read your piece, right? Sure. So I also tried to pose the questions in my own way to them, and I right. asked them this same questions. And I right at the beginning, I said I'm not going to call it an app because uh, it's already mm. questionable whether it is an app. So I just right. called it some sort of a platform. Um, so I, I spoke to them specifically about this point about, um, uh, you know, uh, if I'm sharing a Google sheet and they share this link, I click on it, it goes to one of my accounts and I, I tweet it. Is that tech fog? Right? right. So that's the simple thing that we already know that the BJP IT cell and many IT cells do. It's like a marketing right. tactic, right? Mm. So mm. they said that actually tech fog adds a level of human intervention to an uh, largely automated process. What it means is they get sheets from one source. Then there are these dynamic lists of uh, database of people who they have to target, quote unquote, mm. Um, mm. like the names, right? Like female journalists, males over 40, fair-skinned people, etc. Now, the job of the operative, and they kept using the word operative, is to connect that sheet with the people who have to be abused or, you know, the trend that has to be done. So that is what the job of this quote-unquote platform is. So uh, the operators there, they are acting as sort of... Uh, uh, human intelligence to see kya trend kar raha hai twitter pe isko kya counter karna hai aur iske liye kaun sa sheet lagega so their job is to connect the dots more or less that is what they explained to me right so right. i mean uh, uh, i will leave that to you now all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.